0: One, two, three, let's go.
1: You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Okay guys, welcome to WJMS. I'm so excited to interview you guys today. If we can first go around, introduce yourself, give me your little elevator pitch. Where are you from and how did you get into music? Jacob, do you want to start?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. go first. Uh, <laughs> go all ahead. right, my name's uh, Jacob Reyna. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I never really did music until college, uh, but I'd say Raymond kind of got me into it during our ship. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I sing. Perfect. Good stuff. Um, My name's Pat McNeil.
2: I'm from South Georgia, a little town called Thomasville, and uh, I got into music from my dad. He's currently working on an EP right now, so check that out when he releases it. And he's what taught me guitar, got me piano lessons, and got me into everything
3: like that. I'm Drew Lancaster from Nashville, Tennessee. Play drums. Wanted to play the drums ever since I was like three. I saw Nick Cannon's drum line, and that
4: really motivated me to play drums since I was little. I'm Raymond. I'm from Atlanta. I got into music because a lot of people in my family, my grandpa was in the band, my cousins in the band. So that really got me into it, just having guitars around the house. And I play guitar.
1: Perfect. That's what was going to be our next question what each of you guys play.
3: (laughs) Raymond also is like a jazz bassist, like for UGA. Like that's like. That's
1: so sick.
3: Yeah. So he didn't even say it. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Being humble, being humble.
0: Pat can also play the harmonica. He's being humble perfect yeah uh, we got all the above and trombones yeah
1: <laughs> i have to give you guys a disclaimer so i live in the tridel house and i don't know if any of you guys live in the house right by tri- tridel or if that's just that where you fair. practice but so every time you guys are practicing someone that's like coming into the house will text in the group chat and be like everyone the band's playing so you guys constantly have <laughs> an audience in the Triadult parking lot, and my roommate and I sat out there the other day when you guys were practicing. And we're like, oh, the band's playing, and we like, brought our computers out and just listened to you guys. And I had to awesome. tell you. Enjoy you it. guys are big I'm fans good. of <laughs> So, what does an average day look like for you guys as musicians? Like, when are you practicing? How do you balance that with schoolwork?
0: We always practice really late because we're all pretty busy with school and social lives and stuff. So, Our practices tend to run from, like, 9 to 11 or, like, 10 to 12. So it's kind of something we have to, like, really work on and communicate with each other to be able to practice because we all have pretty loaded schedules.
1: Yeah. How many times a week are you guys practicing?
3: It depends on how many, like, shows we have. Like, if we have, like, a a bunch of shows where we're trying to do, like, new sets and stuff, like, for, like, a a couple weeks, like, when we've had big shows, it's, like, every day. And then for times when it's, like, we all have a ton of tasks and, and we maybe just have like one show a week. We'll probably just practice like two to three times a week.
1: I forgot to ask this at the beginning, but what are you guys majoring in? Are you guys majoring in music?
2: I'm in biosciences. He's about the same thing. Like biochemistry.
0: I'm computer science. Um, a, I'm international business, and I'm hoping to get my certificate
1: in music business. Yeah, I would definitely recommend the music business certificate. It's super cool so far. Jake and I were talking before the call started, but are you guys all freshmen or what grades are you guys?
3: No, Pat. Pat and I are sophomores. We we met because we were on the same hall in Brumby,
1: Aww. and
3: uh, we just started jamming together last year with like me, him, and like a couple of my uh, my fraternity brothers, and like and now it's like kind of grown into this. When they they got here freshman year and joined the same fraternity as me, so
1: yeah, I was gonna ask how you guys met and how it was kind of how that conversation went. Of like, do you guys want to start a band? Walk me through that.
3: <laughs> so uh, basically, Pat and I. Pat would always be playing his guitar in Brumby and like the Brumby rims are shoe boxes. So you can like hear everything. So I not saw to cut, you off,
1: not to cut you off, but for anyone listening, Brumby is a dorm. Oh, yeah.
3: The... Brumby's <laughs> a dorm. Um, yeah. So Pat and I live diagonal to each other and I could hear him play all the time, but I never had my drums because uh, the dorms are too small. So I was just like, yeah, we should play sometime. Like just like kind of just talking about it. And then like maybe last April, like, was the first time or last March was the first time we ever played together with like me, him and a couple other like guys who are in, in a different band. Now they're in a band called second nature. And so then we kind of went and did our own thing when, uh, Jacob and Jacob and Raymond came here this, this, uh, fall and joined the same, played the same fraternity. And then, uh, we just kind of started a band as soon as Pledgehip ended.
1: That's so cool. So are you guys writing your own stuff or is it mostly a cover band?
2: We do write a lot of our own music. We typically look for, when we're writing our songs, is our, uh, our biggest upside is that we know what good music sounds like. So when we're putting together something, if we come up with a rip or Raymond plays something for me on the bass, then instantly we know if we're going to write that into a song.
3: Yeah, it's kind of yeah. just like moments when we're jamming, and it's like, oh, that was crazy. Like, play that
0: again. Yeah, if
1: we do, it, do that again. Some... Sh- do that again. Is it cover music? Is it original music? How is that decided?
0: So I normally, like, kind of create our set lists for, like, what we're going to play. For me, it's normally just kind of what's going to what's gonna get the crowd going because, I don't know, for me personally, like, when I go to watch music, I love being, like, like almost like I'm with them up on stage, so I think that's kind of important, and I love singing the words to the, the songs that, you know, uh, the songs that everybody knows, but it's also kind of, like, the type of music that we like also, so we try to have, like, a good mix of covers that, like, everybody's going to know the words to and then covers that, like we like genuinely enjoy playing as musicians. And then we've started working in uh, some of our own original stuff. We don't want to overload people with our own original stuff like right off the bat. We want to give them like a reason to come see us. So then like by the time, like, you know, they've come out and seen us a few times and they think we're pretty good and they hear a few of our own original songs. So like actually genuinely give it a listen.
1: Yeah. How are you guys getting booked for these different gigs? Like, are you doing mostly fraternity events? What are these different gigs that you guys are playing?
3: I think just how we're getting booked is just like, I'm knowing people and just in like the music scene in Athens, but also just like when you play one event and people show up, they're gonna like reach out and text you the next day. And if they liked it and be like, Hey, we got a fraternity event Saturday. Do you want to come out and play? Or like also like talking to like um, bars downtown. And just to touch on what Jacob said on the last note, it depends on the venue, like covers to originals, like how much we play or like what we want to play. Let's say we were doing a set at Roadhouse, and like a Athens, like music venue, like that would be like, we would be playing more originals there. But if we did like 85 or some 1785 played there, which is a bar, like not really like a music venue, we would be doing more of like covers.
1: Yeah. So it just depends so.
3: like where in Athens we are too. Or and yeah. if we go like out of state, like we went to Auburn for a oh. fraternity event, like we're going to be playing a lot of covers, like in country music, like what is popular there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That kind of leads me to my next question. What What is your guys' sound? What genre of a band are you guys, if you had to describe it to someone?
3: I think
2: Jacob's voice is really what defines our sound. He's got a real raspy. A lot of people like to say Chris Stapleton, Tyler Childers type of voice. And Raymond and I, we like to shred our guitars. Drew likes to bang his drums. So yeah. <laughs> whatever kind of sound we can get out of that.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
3: definitely think like, if somebody just walked into a concert and like heard us they it would probably say like Southern rock, I guess. I mm-hmm. guess that's just like, cause it's, it's like, it has the twang of country, but it's just like, we don't play it
4: mm-hmm.
3: as much. Just like straight country. We keep it simple.
1: Keeping it simple. Perfect. Do you guys have a favorite, a favorite song to perform when you're at these different gigs that you're like, everyone knows the words to this. Everyone's screaming along. <laughs>
4: it's like yeah.
0: Mine's what? sex on fire. Cause that's the one where I kind of give it my all and, you know, most people know those words and they'll they'll give it right back to me. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of fun to sing. We normally close with that one, too. So that's kind of the big finale.
1: What about you guys? Yeah,
4: I like playing Freebird.
1: <laughs> Either of you have faves? I don't really
0: know
3: what my favorite one is. I can't think of favorite. I don't I don't really know. I, I think I, I, I guess I like Fortunate Son. So
2: well, I think my favorite song is uh the one where we're warming up. And we accidentally play something beautiful and everybody catches <laughs> on with it. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. <laughs> well, the best,
2: yeah. I love that. But it produces itself and we don't really have to rehearse it.
1: Yeah. So do you guys have music out on Spotify or would that be a goal? Or like Apple Music, do you guys have music out? Is that a goal or are you really just focusing more on like live performances?
3: I think that's like that's definitely cool. a goal. I think we're going to try to start like get some more like original stuff actually out there next fall. But um, right now with um and, Jacob are both going to uh, Yellowstone and out west for the whole summer, yeah. so I think we're gonna both just like kind of all work on our craft. Raymond and I will be in Athens, and then we'll come back and like make some beautiful music together and put together a couple songs.
1: That's really good. Uh, yeah, sounds like such a plan. <laughs>
3: well, it is raining really hard. It's
1: raining so hard. I know. So sorry that's the background sound, but it's uh, no, I just want to
3: make sure you can hear us.
1: Yeah, we can hear you. Definitely can hear the rain, but all good. <laughs> So you guys said that you write a lot of your own original music. Is it one of you guys that's writing? Is it a collaborative effort? Is it like you kind of said, you all go off and come back and collaborate. What does the writing process look like for you guys?
0: It kind of consists of Pat, like starting it off, Pat or Raymond with like some sort of guitar riff. And then everybody else kind of comes in. And then I don't normally like write words. It's normally just kind of what comes to the top of my head while we're like making something. And then like, I'll just kind of go back and like revise what I said in the moment and see if I like it, I guess. Pat, you could probably say more about that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Really mostly comes from uh, having a little jam session. Like he said, Raymond and I will pull something out of nothing and can usually tell by the reaction on Jacob's face (laughs) if it's going to turn into anything because he'll either be looking at his phone or he'll look up at us and be like, is that an actual song? Did you just come up with that? And if we just came up with it, we'd stick with it. That's
1: awesome. So, like, mostly... Most creations are like from improv, you'd say. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Let's go one by one. What would be your dream gig? Like 10 years in the future. Great question. G-
0: <laughs> Anything at Red Rocks. I was Red about to say Red Rocks regardless. Jeez. Yeah. That or uh,
2: the Pompeii venue <laughs> yeah. that Pink Floyd popularized.
3: Yeah. Yes, dude. That, that yeah. would, would be a dream. Crazy.
1: Oh. Imagine.
0: I would also um, love to play at a music festival. I think that'd be really yeah. cool. It's like a pretty big music festival. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys what ready
1: do? for all, all the Coachella content? <laughs> oh yeah.
0: I, I, I'm. I'm. Are y'all big Coachella guys? I'm not really. I've never followed it much.
1: No. Like,
3: yeah. <laughs> I guess I. I go to a lot of music festivals, like, in like Montereo, Nashville, like area, mm. like pilgrimage and stuff. But I never mm. like went. I've never been like out to Coachella or anything. I think about like, Arizona. Oh, I'm okay. from Arizona.
1: A lot of people from my hometown. It's super easy. Did you do to
0: Burning Man? You ever done that?
1: No, I haven't. Where Burning Man, uh, Nevada, oh, that's
3: a
0: dream. Yeah, that's in Nevada. That's my dream, dude. I want to go there so bad. No,
3: that is not. <laughs> that's. Sad. I would say just to touch back on the dream gig. Honestly, <laughs> when we first started playing. I we were watching <laughs> one of my fraternity brothers' bands, Five Gallon Flow. It's like all guys that are in our fraternity, and they were playing at Forty Walk for the first time. And I was mm-hmm. like, if we could just play it, like, at 40 Watt, that would make me oh, yeah. so happy. Sign our names up on the walls with R.E.M., mm-hmm. Pylon, B-52s, knowledge Barkley. Like, that would be crazy.
0: Yeah. Love that. My uncle got to play at 40 Watt when he was in college. So, I kind of – that's all, yeah, I definitely want to play at 40 Watt. He said it was pretty special.
1: That's so cool. That's a great venue. I love that venue. That's where our semi was, and it was so fun. Who – would you guys say is your largest music inspiration? Go so one by one for this. Mm-hmm.
3: I think I think we all have
2: different ones. Uh, I'm not yeah. really sure. I'd say my it. biggest inspiration would be Jimi Hendrix. Because yeah. he's one of the guys, when I first started learning guitar a few years ago, is I would stay up way too late and have one of his live performance DVDs in and sit on my couch and watch everything he did with his fingers, rewind it, see how he got that certain sound to come out. And after
4: all those hours of studying, you know, I still have no idea.
1: <laughs> Love that.
4: Most influential for me, series, actually. I'd yeah, say series. Mike Dean. He does guitar on a lot of the music in the last twenty years. With any sort of guitar, he does it on like Travis Scott, Kanye, a bunch of big rappers. And he just changed the way guitar sounds and the radio and stuff.
1: Love it. What oh,
4: about
0: man, you guys? I don't, I don't know. That's tough. I was <laughs> raised on like kind of older country, I guess. So like I love George Strait, and, like Hank Williams Jr. and stuff. I don't really think I sound like any of them though. Like, I, I love Tim McGraw and, like, Jason Aldean and people like that, but I guess that's never – like, I, I don't think I really – sent like, I, I don't know if I could sing any other song because we're kind of different. We're pretty different, yeah. but uh, that's just what I was raised on.
1: Absolutely. Last I guess one would be uh,
3: Neil Peart. Neil Peart from Rush. He's pretty great. I will never be able to touch anything he does, but uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a great drummer to look up to.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. What is your guys' favorite part of the band's dynamic? Like, is there, like, a funny inside joke? That is always brought up, or like, what's the, Wait, what's
2: the waiting. best fun of the day? That's funny. I, get, I think <laughs> it's the fact that we we all share a similar interest, where we want to do nothing but get together and make fun sounds, combine all of our instruments, yeah, and yeah. enjoy each other's presence. Yeah, we're also just like goobs, so like. <laughs> uh,
3: uh, pra- practice, we is fun. yeah,
2: we do share that.
3: Like, if, if we're like not having fun at practice, <coughs> we're just like, okay, we're we're done. For we're not gonna make any beautiful music when yeah. we're all like no. upset about stuff. So, uh, yeah, but we—it's usually really lighthearted. But it's—it's—we yeah. have a good time together.
0: I think it's cool that we're just like all friends, like legitimately. Yeah. I don't know if a lot of bands can say that, mm-hmm. but we actually are. Like, these are people I would hang out with, like out if we were never in a band together.
1: The most important part. <laughs> What inspires you guys to keep writing and creating music? Like what's the inspiration that you guys draw from?
4: I would say for me, definitely my cousin. He's played DJ sets at bars, festivals. And he told me really that like, I was in a band when I was 16 and I was kind of giving up on guitar like it wasn't going anywhere. And he told me if I stick with it, it'll make something. He had no idea what, but just that something would happen and stuck with it and here we are. Yeah.
1: Look at you now. <laughs> what about you guys?
0: I guess, like, inspiration to, like, write music is just kind of, like, a daily thing. Like, how life goes. I don't know. I feel like everybody goes through, like, a bunch of stuff, whether it's, like, good or bad. And it also kind of depends on, like, the vibe of what we're playing. You know, if it sounds, like, happy, then, like, I'm going to, like, think about, like, happy times and I'm going to sing about it. But if it sounds sad, it's kind of the other way around. So, I guess <laughs> it's just kind of, like, whatever goes on in my life is, like, what inspires the words. Yeah.
1: What are Str- Anyone Did else? You Anyone else?
0: Uh... Yeah. I think the beauty of music
2: is that uh, you can always find something new with it. You can play something similar, but you can always change it up in a way that it'll be new. And I that think that nice. way we're able to keep our creative juices flowing, yeah. keep interested in it. And I have only been playing guitar for four years, so I'm still learning myself. Yeah. So if I learn a is new riff or
3: something. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I learned a new technique all your life. And, uh,
2: It'll inspire me to do something with that technique and kind of Tweak it a little bit and see how I can change it.
1: Yeah. Kind That's- of rewinding. Are you guys self taught? Like you said, you're still learning. Do you go to guitar lessons or are you looking up, like you said, Jimi um, Hendrix no. videos?
2: On YouTube. YouTube and watching a lot of live performances
1: yeah. and having
2: my guitar on me, emulating what they're doing in real time.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: really what helps with the muscle memory
3: building. Absolutely. And you learn from the greatest.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're I used to have lessons to like Kate Ray. And then I, like, completely got out of drums. High school, <laughs> didn't even touch them. And I had a drum set, but I, I pulled around a little. And then, like, I got to college and everybody in my fraternity was in a band. And I was like, oh, I, I want to mm-hmm. start playing
4: again. Yeah. And then I just, like, got back in it. so mm-hmm. I took um, jazz bass lessons pretty seriously for four years. Practiced, like, three hours a day at some points. And then realized the guitar was, like, a more long-term path because – can't really play the bar with like a jazz bass so I felt <laughs> taught on that but I already knew all the music theory so it wasn't that bad to switch
0: I never went to any classes or anything I just I don't know I kind of tried it out and Raymond told me that I sounded good and uh, <laughs> I was really terrified to sing in front of other people so I would just do it with Raymond at first and then the more and more people that told me that I sounded good I just kind of had more confidence in myself
1: yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Has there ever been any stage fright like before you go on for a big gig? Like, What are those thoughts running through your guys' brain?
0: Mm. I definitely get nervous sometimes, but like I, I won't tell anybody that. <laughs> because if you pretend like you're confident, then you are confident. There
1: you go. Fake it till you make it.
4: <laughs> make it.
1: Yeah. What about you guys? Is there ever any stage fright?
4: I don't know. I got ice in my veins. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So let's go.
1: <laughs> perfect answer
4: for your first gig you're
2: always going to be a little yeah. jittery and then once you play that first quarter kind of dissipates out
1: yeah
3: i think it's just like muscle memory now like i yeah. just don't i don't. i can just like turn on a, a, autopilot and just it's <laughs> just like just mm-hmm. let my hands do the work but definitely like the first semester when we had gigs we only had a couple like this past semester and like i i was i was pretty nervous for those
4: even though they were like small compared to now, but like yeah. I was still pretty nervous.
1: What has been your favorite performance that you guys have ever done?
4: My favorite was the last one we did. Was- Every time I walk out of a gig, I just say that was like the favorite time I've ever played with the all.
1: Yeah, where was it? Uh,
4: seventeen eighty five. Fun. It was. It was
3: great though. It was like the most live I've ever seen it, and like it's Reina just has like instincts with the crowd to where he can just like call an audible <laughs> immediately. The yeah. Braves game was going on. And, like, the whole back room, and we were up on stage in the back room, the whole packed, and the Braves are playing. They hit a walk-off home run. Then Raina, out of nowhere, is just like, somebody start playing Seven Nation Army. And we started playing Seven Nation Army, and the place just went uncapped. It was unbelievable.
1: That must be the best feeling ever.
3: Yeah, it was great. I would say my favorite gig was Auburn K.A. That was so much fun. And I got to see a lot of buddies from Nashville who I, like, went to school with. And so that was really cool. And they were
1: they like – yeah."
3: Yeah, they were like, you play the drums. I was like, yeah, it's just kinda- <laughs>
1: <Surprise>. <laughs> I just kind of
3: do it when
2: I was hanging out with y'all, but no idea. I'd have to say the uh, County Line Music Festival that we did recently <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: in Milledgeville, Georgia. That was a great time out in the middle of a field, kind of like Woodstock. We set up, we were the second band to go on, and we rocked the place. Yeah, I've, uh, I've heard
4: County Line called like modern day Woodstock, and it just meant a lot to me that we could like play- <laughs> But, yeah, I just just spent a lot of (laughs) time.
1: Do you guys have anything that you're looking forward to? I know summer's coming up, but do you have any gigs planned for the last couple weeks of the semester?
0: Yeah, we're playing. We have a gig tomorrow. We're doing a little Battle of the Bands for our fraternity. It's a little philanthropy event. And then I know we're playing a part, a, a darty at a KA on the 22nd. And we're playing at Sauce House on the 30th do we have anything else guys I don't I think no. maybe maybe a 75, 75 oh, yeah 75. no we do have a, I think we do have an 85 show yeah. um, so for any
1: listeners that don't go to Georgia these are different restaurants and bars and fraternity venues yeah that's so awesome I want to come see you guys play do yeah. you guys have any rituals that you do before a gig if so what are they
4: yeah, me and Randall like to listen to Gucci Mane. I love Gucci Mane. <laughs> there you go. And, like, even, like, out of his whole like, discography,
3: like, everyone's a banger. It's like, 100,000 songs, they're all great.
1: <laughs> Perfect. No skips.
3: Um, I actually listen to Dave Dave Matthews' band song. It's called 41, and I literally listen to it before every gig. I have awesome. to. I don't know why. I just have to listen to this song. Paranoid by Black Sabbath. It awesome. gets me
0: going every time I hear it. I listen to rap music because I like it's kinda reminds me of like getting ready for sports games like in high school and stuff, Just kinda like mm-hmm. get me hype. And then I like getting there like an hour or so early at least, just like have a few drinks and like just get ready and like I don't know, feel comfortable. Just yeah. chill with the boys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so are you guys on social media or TikTok and has that made a difference in your guys' band's career so far? Oh yeah.
0: I feel like it's so I mean we uh like Drew said earlier, we we played a couple shows last semester, like nothing really big. And then once we got back from Christmas break, we started up an Instagram. We're kind of close to four hundred followers now, which is good. You know, we've gotten booked a lot from people like DMing our Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's been something we can like give out before and after shows, kind of like hey, go follow us if you like what you see. And then we started a TikTok like a couple weeks ago, just because of how easy it is to blow up on that app. So we we started posting a little bit there, but um, still kind of getting that worked out.
3: I was initially very against the TikTok. Raymond was Raymond came up with the idea, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I don't want to be a TikTok band. Yep. Like, I don't want to do that. And then yeah. we, and then Jacob, Jacob kind of takes care of all the social media stuff. And I was like, you know what, you do what you want, and he did it. And then I was like, I was like, ooh, how many how many likes do we have? How many? Uh, <laughs> how many views yep. do we have so right. yeah, i've fallen for jacob's plan
1: there you go i have to say it has been helpful for me finding different people on social media so Definitely. keep going because it is a great tool i have a couple rapid fire questions to wrap it all up let's go one by one if you could open for any band who would you guys want to open for
3: and can they be dead
1: alive or dead they can be they can be okay. dead.
0: <laughs> Dude, <like Jimmy laughs> oh, man.
4: Jimi <laughs> Hendrix experience. and the
0: experience.
4: <laughs> okay. Jimi
0: Hendrix experience. experience. My yes. bad. I knew
4: yeah, go. I got it right. I'm going to go with Grateful Dead. Perfect. Oh,
0: I think <laughs> Aerosmith would be really cool.
4: Yeah.
2: I wouldn't mind uh, Whiskey Myers. I think they're a really great band.
1: I don't think you could go wrong with any of these. <laughs> okay, let's go one by one. What is your karaoke song? If you are singing with a group of friends and you are giving a full-blown... Arena concert. What is your go-to um, karaoke?
3: Uh, A thousand miles by uh, Vanessa Carlton. I'm really so good. good at that one. Like I'm really good at it. You know, <laughs> I will blow the socks off anyone in like that karaoke bar. <laughs> I go with "You Never Even Call Me by
2: My Name" by David Allen Co. Mm-hmm. Classic. You can't help but sing along to that.
1: Totally.
4: The only song that I know like word for word is "Wagon Wheel" by Darius Rucker. Like I was. Okay. The, at the Georgia Theater for Mr. Millage, almost one. <laughs> like that song means a lot to me.
0: Mine's uh, "Careless Whisper" by George Michael. <sighs> me, and my, me and my mom, like, if we're ever in the car together, we play that. We we don't care who is listening.
1: Full oh. on belting. <laughs> okay. What is the best advice you've ever been given?
0: Have mm. fun. It's I don't. It's stupid, but like, I don't know. It's like really easy to like get nervous or like worry about lyrics or chords or whatever while you're up there. It's just like. Have fun because what we're doing is pretty pretty cool and fun. Thing
1: absolutely,
2: I think uh, the words will always stick with me. Is my dad saying, If it ain't done right, it ain't done, so do it again.
4: Yeah, and and that's good. Really led it. my work ethic. Uh, I like the Nike saying, Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> Banger, that's a great one.
3: I like <laughs> never, never quit, quitters never win.
1: That's well it. Said, yeah, no, said. yeah,
3: that's a great one ain't no step for a stepper my grandfather used to always say that that's a good one too
1: (laughs) perfect okay and my last question for you guys what is one message that you want to give your audience at your next show if you could give them one message like we are the gringos yada yada yada. what would that message be (laughs)
4: like honestly for me that like we're really just regular people like all we do this for is to like just spread the music and like Let people enjoy what we're doing and spread the talent because this is really what we love doing.
1: Love that.
2: Honestly, I just like to see people dance at the shows. Yeah. So (laughs) get get a little
0: loose. And jiggy with us. Have
3: fun. We love to see it. (laughs) But don't come on the stage. Just like, yeah.
0: Don't come on the stage. We've had problems with that. Ladies, please don't come on the stage. We'll (laughs) talk to you after the show. It happens.
1: That's funny. Okay. Well, if you could tell us what your social media handle is, we would love to follow along with your whole journey.
0: Uh, we're at the gringos, T H E G R I N G O S S. TikTok, I believe, is the same.
4: Yeah, it's the same on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Awesome. You guys. you guys have been so awesome. I can't wait to listen to you guys more in the Tried Out parking lot. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming on to WJMS today. Yeah, thank you very much.
4: Thank you for having you. us.
1: Of course. Bye, guys.
3: All right, bye.
1: Thanks for listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com. And we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything.